As a Falcon fan, you're always prepared to be let down, but maybe this year's Falcons team has turned a corner and is prepared to rise up. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another illustrious episode of the Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, guys, if you know, know me, I'm your very humble host, Aaron Freeman, joined as usual. To wrap up the week by Jarvis Davis of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Nothing but illustrious guests here on the podcast. And we're here going to be talking about keys to victory and whether or not the Falcons are due for a letdown and and some of the post bye week changes that we saw unfold against the Saints. Should some of those changes keep going? Are there more changes that the Falcons should make to their roster? We'll get into all of that Uh on today's episode. But before we get there, guys, I want to thank each and every one of you that are every dayers to this podcast. I know the Spotify wrapped just dropped. I'm being hit up by everybody flexing on how many hours of locked on Falcons that they have listened to over the last year. And I appreciate the love and the appreciation that you guys give me and the respect that you give me for listening. Let's see who's, you know, let's see who can top out uh, each other with most hours listened to this year. Let's make it a competition. But all those everydayers out there, we definitely appreciate you. And if you want to join the everydayer crowd so that you next year on the Spotify rap can flex your hours listened to, thousands upon thousands of hours listened to, go and subscribe for follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. So all that said, Jarvis, my friend, welcome back to Lockdown Falcons. We didn't have you last week uh due to the holiday season but um you know we're we're back in store for the falcons and coming off a very impressive win against the new orleans saints it felt so good to see the falcons physically dominate the saints in the way that they did last sunday but you know this game upcoming against the jets you it's easy to sort of think oh okay all's good in atlanta they they figured it all out they came out of the bye looking like a, a brand new team and I guess the question I ask you, Jarvis, is there concern that, you know, that is true or are we due for a letdown game? Or is this a team that is turned the corner to becoming the team that we thought they would be? You know, I've been saying all year long on this podcast, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And is this the team that's geared up to finish strong or is this the same old Falcons that, you know, every time they take a step forward, they're liable to take a, a two steps back the following week? What's say well, for let me say this. In order to turn the corner, I really feel like, you know, I visualize me being in a car, you know, and, and, and you know, doing my, my, with my pinky, you know what I'm saying, driving a big boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I drive, I'm a big man, so I like to drive big cars. So mm-hmm. that's how I get down. So I don't think the Falcons are in the car. I think they're walking. I think they're taking some steps. They're taking some necessary steps in the right direction. And I feel like this game right here, if we see what we saw last week in that specifically in that run game and how they were able to execute on offense and 
and be able to 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 move the ball, the football up and down the field, and finish in the red zone. I really feel like they can get in the car and start to turn the corner because we haven't seen back to back wins what since the beginning of the season. So, and and, and we having a conversation with a. Uh, uh, Maria Martin, you know, who's on a, locked on ATL Sports uh, podcast. Y'all check that out, by the way. Um, she was saying, like, I didn't notice this, and it probably makes sense that she said it. They haven't won three games since Arthur Smith, three games in a row since Arthur Smith been here. So when you have that, you know, type of situation going on, I, I feel like until they're able to get the back-to-back wins and get to a, get some consistency on that offense, let's see another game where the offensive line dominates. Like, we don't talk about Falcons' offensive or defensive line doing that ever, hardly, really, or it feels like ever. But, you know, I think it's going to take another game like what we saw last week in order for the Falcons to, to get in the car and turn the corner, so to speak. Yeah, I think that's that's all fair. Like, I think it's going to be a challenge against this Jets defense that, you know, again, maybe I'm biased here, but – you know, a lot of people were like, oh, no. the state's defense is 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 tough. And I'm like, they're all right. They're all right. You know, like yeah. they got a good secondary, but like, yeah. you know, their their D-line ain't ain't all that. You know, a, a certain a little, someone a that, in the tooth. So yeah, a certain someone that may or may not have been the estranged father of a certain Falcons right tackle. Uh, you know, it's like he, he's a little bit of a deadbeat dad, you know. Like, I, I, I don't like, know if he, he paid child support, he paid child support last week. Yeah, I, 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 don't know, I don't know what's going on with, with him, but he he ain't the same father that he used to be, no, you know. Not at all. Not at all. Um, not at so, all. you know, the fact that the Falcons pushed around the Saints, you know, front wasn't a shock to me. It would be a shock to me if they could push around this Jets front, you know. Um, so like, again, I think, yes. I, I think big Q. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got they got two Q Williams on the team that like to you know run around and hit people, you know. So you know, that, that's a violent family. It's a very violent family, you know. <laughs> so yeah, if they, <laughs> we're already off the rails. All right. Really, <laughs> right? But yeah, I, I think you're right. If 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 they can show that they can push around this front, and not even like you know, I don't need them to run for 200 yards. It's, you know, no. you get like 130 yards or something like that. You know, and and just not make it so that you know those guys Q are out there making the plays that they need to make to, in order to stymie this offense. Just sort of keep them in check. Like that to me, I think you're right. Is is going to be a very good indicator that this team has turned a corner and that this team that we've been talking about all year long is like when are they going to break through when are they going to step up is poised to finish strong all right yeah i think that you know and it all starts by having a, a some type of foundation or, or a base right because getting back to you saw Arthur Smith talking about hey they actually hit last week you know coming into the game against the saints and a lot of the players were talking about that post game and like, oh yeah, like we understand that, hey, this is different. This is something that we need to make sure we focus in on. He talked about ball security leading up to this week. You saw, you know, about the conditions being pretty bad and all that stuff. So like I think there's a a, a more of a focus. Um, like the more focused I feel like this team can be, like they understand who they are. Like you have those moments of silence, like, all right, you know, I would love to be able to pass for 270 yards and Throw for three tuds and and all that stuff, but uh, I got three backs that uh 
that can get it done. Uh, and now I understand that, hey, does that number one back, that starter should be seven, you know, and then we work our way to 25. And then, and then, that, then one stage, he started wearing folks down. 84 can be sprinkled in to, 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 to give you a couple of gimmick players from here and there. You, maybe you can get him on a, a jet sweep instead of, <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, have him on a jet sweep. So those, it's, so those are the type of things that I feel that, you know, they're working themselves into and, and you're starting to feel like, okay, this is our, this is who we thought we would be, were coming into this season. And I like, and it all starts with the offensive line. Like, Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGarry are going to have to have a, another, another game like they did last week because, I, and Matthew Bergeron as well. Like, and I got to give him some credit. I give him credit where everybody was willing to listen. Like, we haven't been talking about Matthew Bergeron. And that's a good thing when you talk about offensive linemen because, Rookie offensive linemen haven't fared well in a uh, Falcons uniform, you know, in these past decade. <laughs> I'm just, just going to go ahead and put it out there, you know. I, I, I can go back as far as I possibly can without, you know, uh, remembering. But I, I think that where this offense is, and I think defensively too, you know, like this is a favorable matchup. When you talk about the, the offensive line, the Jets having issues protecting their guy. You know, I'm still trying to figure out why Aaron Rodgers is looking, trying to get back early, like and and play behind that offensive line with an alleged a torn torn Achilles. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it as far as with them and as far as the defense goes. So offense, you know who you are, run the football, and and I feel like this defense can get to a point where they can you know take advantage of what they're supposed to take advantage of. Yeah. And we'll continue to uh, elaborate and, and discuss this matchup with some uh, other keys to victory for the Falcons if they want to uh, escape the Big Apple uh, with a, a win. And we'll continue that on today's episode with Jarvis Davis of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And guys, it's time to score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with a winning $5 money line bet. And while the weather might be cold, cooling down, you know, FanDuel's heating up with some of these great bets. That's $150 if your team wins. And FanDuel doesn't know if your team is the Atlanta Falcons, right? FanDuel, you know, for all you know, FanDuel knows that, you know, your favorite team is the Kansas City Chiefs or the Philadelphia Eagles, right? And you can get that straight up money line bet. Although, you know, maybe not this weekend. That's going to be a little tough for the Eagles with the, against the 49 But anyway, wherever, whatever you want to bet on, FanDuel's the place to go. Right. You got spreads, you got player props over under so much more. Right. If you're wanting to bet this Falcons Jets game, the spread has moved. Right. The Falcons were favored by three. Now they're favored by one and a half. I think that has something to do with the Aaron Rodgers being back at practice thing. So, you know, do with that what you will. All you got to do is go to fanduel.com slash locked on and you can, uh, you know, heat up these deals. Fanduel is an official betting partner of the NFL. So continuing today's episode, before we talk keys to victory for the Falcons in week 13, I want to plug the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel, the first of its kind. Locked On Sports Today giving you the lowdown on all the big sports stories across all the leagues. And of course, if you're, you know, you don't care about what's going on in the NHL or the NBA or whatever, which is fine, you know, to each their own. And you just focus on what's going on with the Atlanta Hawks, what's going on with the Falcons, the Georgia Bulldogs, all the local teams, Atlanta Braves as well. 
You got Locked On Sports Atlanta has a 24-7 streaming channel as well. So go check that out if you can. So Jarvis, keys to victory. This is what we always talk about at the end of the week. You know, we've already kind of touched upon the Falcons' ability to sort of control this game at the line of scrimmage, but I'll give you the floor to discuss to either further elaborate on that point or to talk about other factors that you think will be keys to victory for this team against the Jets. Don't turn the football over now. Uh, I think Desmond Ritter understands what he has to do in order to be able to have some success in his offense and for his organization to believe that he can be the quarterback, at least if not for the next 10 years, at least for the next year. You know, because if, if, it, if it's a year-to-year thing, like you you get away with a cheap quarterback, and 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 you can kind of continue to build in that in that light. But if he's not, you know, you know, understand what you got to do in this offseason because, like you said, you already built the we- the weapons around him, and he has to show and prove himself to be a guy that can work within this offense. Like we talked about before, before we. Talked about the illustrious folks over at FanDuel that running the football is is is, is that that's the money that's where the money is right you know that's 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 where your investment is as far as in this run game and you invested money on your offensive line so hey follow the money if you want to come up with a game plan follow the money and those guys came through for you last week and I think that you know going back that route you know as far as the offensive game plan I think that can help you because. We know how sticky the jet, the jet secondary is. You know, they, 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 those guys can cover. So I think that, you know, for them to be able to, to be able to move the football like they want to, I think they're going to have to, they're going to have to establish themselves as running the football. Um, as far as de- defensively, I, I think this, there is some, th- there are some things that they can be aggressive they can try to force a little bit more turnovers in this game. They can try to be a little bit more aggressive, right? And then with the NFC Player of the Week, Jesse Bates, you know, hey man, you could pick do a pick six for Derek Carr. You could damn sure do a pick six for what Tim Boyle, <laughs> you know. So I, I think there is some there. This I'm not gonna call this a, a W game, a double You know, I'm not gonna say the word. I'm not gonna say the full word. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna call this a that type game. I'm not gonna go there. But this is a game that the Atlanta Falcons should be in. They should be able to take advantage of this matchup. There are some things that there's some play, there are some spots that they can win. However, if they don't, there are some spots that the Jets can take advantage of too. But they in order for Desmond Ritter to have some success, he can't turn the football over. Yeah. Yeah, you know, every game the Falcons play pretty much, with a few exceptions, is going to be a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I think that's – I feel better about the Falcons' chances of winning that type of game with Desmond Ritter than I do with Tim Boyle um, at this point. But, you know, the fourth-quarter version of Desmond Ritter that has been so clutch this year has typically only been that way at home as opposed to on the road. And I think with the Falcons, you want, you know, if you can play that sort of clean football game that we haven't really seen from Desmond Ritter on the road where he can play mistake free and turnover free like that, 
increases your margin for error. So we're not sitting there panicking with five minutes ago being like, uh, I, I hope, you know, we can score. I hope we can get a stop or whatever. That seems to be the case every single week. So I hope for the first three quarters, again, I don't expect the Falcons to to drop a 30 burger on this Jets defense. It's one of the better defenses in the NFL, but I hope that they can play mistake free enough where they're not giving this Jets offense, which has basically been non-functional for the last month, unless teams, you know, give them the football with pick sixes and turnovers like the last week, their only scores came off of pick six and a turnover where they gave them a short field and they were able to get a touchdown there. And so if you just can not shoot yourselves in the foot, like the Falcons have consistently done on a weekly basis this year, like, you know, it's hard to see this Jets offense really doing a whole lot against this Falcons defense, given, you know, they want to run the football, but the Falcons have a good job stopping the run. And, you know, Garrett Wilson's a, a very good wide receiver, but I think the Falcons have the cornerbacks that can slow him down. And then you look at the rest of the Jets offense and you're like, you're not looking at anything that's particularly scary. You, you talked about the offensive line issues that they have. You should be able to get after the quarterback. So this, you know, has all the makings of being, you know, a game where the Falcons can hold the Jets to under 14 points. And the Falcons should be able to score more than 14 points in this game. As long as they don't just, you know, they can play mistake free. Yeah. And and I, and it was okay. You know, well, you know, I know, you know, that's post edit, but you know, you could have cussed right there. You know, I know they just don't turn the ball over, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think this is one of those games where I feel like Arthur Smith wants to continue to establish himself, you know, establish his vision for this offense. So I would not be surprised. I know they're going to run the football. I know that's the key to to success. But I feel like he wants to be able to throw the football um, in this game too, because like there are times and times and spots that he wants to pick to be able to throw throw those balls and take some shots because that's one of the reasons why I feel like he Desmond Ritter was inserted back into as a starter of his team because I feel I mean let's be, keep it funky Taylor Heineke has some limitations in in in, in, in certain areas of, to be able to throw the football to, and I think that's. Where his issues are, that's where Desmond Ritter has his strength. You know, that's why sometimes he can get Desmond Ritter in trouble because he thinks he can make every doggone throw, um, you know, uh, in tight, very tight windows. So, but I think in order for them to do that, they have to have success running the ball when it comes to play action because if you are able to establish that, like this can be a game where, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if they do 24, 28 points, you know, on the road. It's just it's just a matter of getting to that space to be able to take advantage of it. And it all starts with the run game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, you know, the run game got a boost from a, a certain someone named uh, Parker Hesse, I think his name is. Uh, and so that was one change that we saw coming out of the bye week. Another change that we saw was more playing time for DeMarco Hellams, 
uh, something that Jarvis himself uh, suggested last week when we last spoke with him going into the bye week as one of the changes we want to get. And there were some other changes, and we'll discuss whether or not the Falcons need to continue down that road, maybe some other tweaks that Jarvis wants to suggest that they may wind up making. And we'll get into all of that to wrap up today's Locked on Falcons. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful because game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, theater, new you. They have uh, views from your seat, all in prices, last minute killer deals, and they have their best price guarantee, guarantee, and they're taking all the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Those all-in prices mean that you're not going to get hit with hidden fees. You can buy tickets in seconds up to the start of your event, and game time's guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, they'll credit you 110% difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time by downloading the game time app, Create an account and use code Locked On NFL, and you'll get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create that account and redeem code Locked On NFL for a twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, wrapping up today's Locked On Falcons here with Jarvis Davis of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and as I mentioned, you know we saw some tweaks coming out of the bye week. With the lineup, you know, certain players got more playing time. We saw an increased role for DeMarco Hellams uh, alongside Richie Grant. And I thought Hellams played his best game. I thought Richie Grant played arguably his best game of the year. So it feels like that was a benefit. We saw a bigger role for Cordero Patterson, who's, you know, outside of that one game where Bijan was hurt, really hasn't been a featured part of the Falcons offense, but very much the Falcons were able to take advantage of that. And really, I think you felt that energy um, that, you know, and that, that physicality that he ran, he runs with in this saints game. Uh, Parker Hesse, another player I mentioned, you know, been talking about all year long on, on lockdown Falcons, you know, that perimeter blocking that the Falcons have, have not been getting this year is, is a big reason why their run game has not been as effective. And you insert Parker Hesse back in the lineup and all of a sudden, you know, the perimeter blocking's looking really good. again. <laughs> as indicated, you know, it wasn't just Parker Hesse, other players on the offensive line really stepped up. And that that's probably the real reason why the Falcons ran the ball because, you know, Matthew Bergeron had his best game. Caleb McGarry looked like, you know, he was like, I don't need you dad. And then, you know, Chris Lynchum, uh, <laughs> If you guys don't know the issues, please go check out those. Yeah, let them in, man. It's not like an yeah. inside joke now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but, you know, go go check out the football party that we recorded earlier this week with Tori McElhaney on Lockdown Sports Atlanta or on your uh, Lockdown Falcons podcast feed. But, you know, we even saw um, Trey Flowers, you know, Trey Flowers. Like, where's Trey Flowers been since September? And he made some plays in his game. I was like, okay, Trey Flowers. And, like, Absolutely. You know, talking about uh, with previous guests, like, hey, maybe Trey Flowers can be part of this dime package or whatever. So we saw all these tweaks, Jarvis. Which one of these tweaks do you want to see more of? Or are there other tweaks that you want to see this team with some of these adjustments for this home stretch as we hope to see the best version of this Falcons team over the next six games? I want to see more of the offer. Uh, I, I wholeheartedly believe him as the nickel guy. Because Mike Hughes sometimes gets on my nerves, you know, and <laughs> it can be a little frustrating to watch. And they understand why he was a free agent. Um, and they were able to pick him up. Uh, <laughs> so, but but seriously, though, I, I think, you know, the offer is the guy that I've always liked uh, when he first came in. Uh, love the story, you know, playing in the CFL, 
We went to Tusculum, I believe, D2 school. You know, and he had to go a different route to get here. Yeah, but dog it, he's here, and the guy is a guy that he's sticky in coverage. I, I love cornerbacks that even though they might catch the ball, he's always there. Like, you don't see him – you never see him chasing too much. Like, oh, man, this dude got beat by two, three yards, or or this, or he's just got lost in coverage. You know, you don't see that that often with him. You know, it happens, but you don't see it often. That's what, what you look for when you're talking about looking at cornerbacks and kind of determining whether or not those guys are can be some good football players. And I think the offer is definitely that. And I thought DeMarco Helms did a solid job, you know, coming in and, you know, stepping in like that. And, and to be honest with you, and, it, and I like the fact that how they used them too, because you didn't see Richard Grant just nowhere to be found after they put Helms in. He came back in the game and they were kind of working those guys, you know, different, different in different packages and everything like that. So I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I don't want, you know, Richard Grant to be sat down forever, but you know, I, I I do need to for him to understand like you can't be in there missing tackles at this point in your career. Like I'm sorry, like you came in to be known as a, a pretty solid tackler, and for you to be missing tackle open field tackles, like nah, like you're a safety. You know you're going to be in space a lot of the times, and you're going to have to make tackles and get guys on the ground, and you just can't be in a situation where you're just missing because it just it messes you up a lot. Like we've seen how this, how different this defense has looked before the Saints game, and um, and before the bye week in those three games, they didn't look like the team that we thought they were. One of the reasons why missed tackles. Like you put everybody in a bad situation when you miss a tackle like that. So, um, especially in a solo situation. Um, so yeah, I, I think I love the adjustments that Ryan Nielsen made. So if I can see a little bit more D offered. Um, Hellums and Grant, I like the rotation. You know, keep working that, and because those guys have different skill sets that that'll you know kind of benefit you in different situations. So I, I think that's one more. Way. And also, you know, hey man, like the more seventeen can be out there in, in, in pass rush situations, the better. Especially when you're talking about going up against uh, offensive line like the Jets. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I hope they keep it going. I hope uh, we 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 get to see more of some of these players that, you know, have been forgotten, you know, like Trey Flowers, like DeMarco Hellams, um, et cetera. So we'll, we'll see what other changes are, are made, you know, post bye week. If some of these were just, hey, this was just specific to this Saints game, or is this something that we'll see uh, more of? Um, similar to how at last year we saw more of Troy Anderson um, you know, after the the bye week, and of course Desmond Ritter yep. getting the start after the bye week, and uh, you know that had implications not only for last season, but this this season with you want mm-hmm. to see some of these young guys carry that over into the next year. So we'll see if you know some of these guys can step up over these last six games, and and what that not only means to help this team win games in twenty twenty three, but you know potentially setting up guys for bigger roles and uh bigger opportunities in 2024. So um, that is going to be it for us here on today's Locked on Falcons. Jarvis, go ahead and plug what people, uh, you know, where people can find you and, and you know, what else you got going on. Of course, you know, I believe uh, uh, NFL kickoff live still going. Am, am I, NFL I, kickoff live. We're back. We took, took the, the holiday off, but we're yeah. back. Tomorrow or, you know, on Friday, you know, to to do the NFL kickoff live show at two o'clock, 
just you can check it out on this channel, the Locked On Falcons channel on YouTube, you know, and also wherever you download your podcast. Come on, man. We get, that's, that's how we get down. And also, you know, check out Locked On Sports Atlanta. We have the Locked On Hawks postcast uh, after games, like right after games. You can check out, you know, into the Hawks. That's what you can do, too. So, and also the Georgia Bulldogs after the SEC Championship will be live. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on on Locked On Sports Atlanta. So, make sure you check that out. And also, make sure to check out Locked On NFL Kickoff Live show right on this audio feed and on YouTube as well. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Locked On NFL Kickoff Live, 2 p.m. Eastern time, correct? Yes, that is correct. There you go. It's going down. So, ch- check that out Friday, Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Of course, always great stuff coming with Locked On Sports Atlanta. We'll be back, of course, with a postcast on Sunday afternoon. Uh, hopefully, we'll be joined by Tanitra Batiste, but she's always running around. So, you know, we don't know if, you know, it's like, oh, okay, Tanitra's going to be yeah, here. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll see. Know, we'll see. You know, so, the queen graces with her presence. Yeah, so pretty much, you know. And then it's just <laughs> us two knuckleheads just like sitting there just <laughs> giggling. We'll be there, yeah. you know. It's just a matter of the queen going to show up, you know. Like, so, check out the postcast on Lockdown Sports Atlanta live after that final whistle. And, of course, you can find it on your audio feeds here on Locked On Falcons, of course, with the uh, full Locked On Falcons uh, post-game recap, rapid reaction, whatever you want to call it. And hopefully we will not be sitting here um, being like, hey, same old Falcons. I know, man. Doing Please. terrible stuff. So hopefully Please. we'll be like, hey, this Falcon team, this is different. So we'll see what's what on Sunday. But, guys, really appreciate it. Continue to check us out. It's all part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.